This is Aligned Designs, the show about creating a life of ease and flow and encouraging women to be 100% authentically themselves by following their inner authority and practicing transparency and vulnerability. This is the place where you can collect all the tools to help you construct your best life through the lens of human design. Here's your host, Allison Cullen. Allison Cullen, and this has been a episode in the making. I have been getting a ton of questions lately about human design and parenting as far as it goes with raising your children and making life a little bit easier for yourself as a parent and for them as kiddos and doing our best not to condition them in the ways that we were growing up and all of that kind of stuff. I do have an episode that I did many months ago with a few quick tips in parenting. If you want to go back and look at that, I will link that below so you can check that out. But this is going to be much more of a deep dive into your job as a parent, what you can, you know, I'm not, this is not like a, this is the best way to do it. This is just in terms of like human design, our job as far as human design and parenting goes. And a few tips for certain parts of your chart and certain parts of your child's chart and some ways that you can make things a little bit simpler for yourself and create like a better vibe in your home. We're going to go ahead and get started. I have a few tiny pieces of information as far as children and human design goes that I want to share with y'all. Human design is actually meant for this next generation of kiddos. So whether your kids are under the age of 18 right now or any kids that are going to be born in the next five, six years or so, human design is meant for them. It's our job as this lap, the past generation, to start learning about it and implementing it in our child rearing, but it's really going to be the biggest deal for them. Just so you know, like the best thing you can do as a parent is to learn your energy type, practice it, learn your kiddo's energy type, help them to really dive into that and raise them in that way to where they don't get conditioned to stop listening to themselves or live too much up in their mind and make decisions using their mind and pros and cons list rather than their gut instinct and all that kind of stuff. We'll get there. That is your job. So your job is to really learn human design so that then you can teach it to them and that that next generation is going to be the ones who are leading from that place and making all decisions based on love instead of fear. Thank you goodness. You know, this whole idea, you know, you say my child, our child, that whole idea of our children being quote unquote ours is going away. We are moving into a new karmic cycle that starts in 2027. If you want to learn more about that, I released a podcast episode on, I think, December 21st. 2020. And you can learn a little bit more about that if you don't know what I'm talking about. But there's a new cycle starting and we're already heading towards it. We will be less of an individual family unit and have more of a tribal understanding as far as raising families goes. We're going to be more tribal and less like family units of three, four, five if that makes sense. So it is really, it's best to start practicing this now, but it's really best for children to be around a lot of different 
different people on a regular basis rather than one or two of the same people every day. This really helps them have a lot of different energy types to play with so that they're not just with you as a generator or MG mother. They are able to, to be in community with two or three generators each day and two and three projectors each day and, and so on and so forth. If your child only grows up with two or three people around max, then they probably will interpret their like open centers as something is wrong with them. So exposing kids to a lot of different energy types and a lot of different, you know, open and closed center people. And if you don't know what I'm talking about with that, you can get your free chart and you can see all the different shapes. There's different chakras and some people have open, certain ones open and certain ones colored in. So having as many different scenarios and different people that they're interacting with on a on a regular basis the better and then as far as you as a parent it is best for you to change as little as possible for your kids obviously you need to do the things to keep them safe and keep them fed and all of those kind of things i'm very big on bedtime routines and same bedtime each night just because I know that especially babies and toddlers do really well on a routine as they're learning that and they're they're getting in touch with their circadian rhythm and all that kind of stuff. So I'm very big on that. But then as far as like me, myself, my personality, my loves, my passions, all that kind of stuff, it is best for you as a parent to be as happy and joyful and in your worth and in your like pursuing your passions as much as possible because then you're modeling that joy for them and then you will not have weird mom guilt or weird resentment or anything like that that they'll totally pick up on for you changing too much or not going and pursuing your passions because you want to make sure that you're there at their beck and call. They do not need you at their beck and call. And also just remember that your child chose you as his or her parent as your authentic self not as the person who shows up on social media or not the person that you want to be or that you're striving to be or anything. They chose you for your self, your heart the way it is, yourself the way you are 100% authentically, not you trying to people please or be the best mom in the world or do XYZ to prove to somebody something. They chose you for your authentic self. So you are going to be the best parent ever if you can just get back in touch with your authentic self and not show up as someone with a mask on or a people pleaser or whatever. And then view your parenting as co-parenting with divine and be open to starting to search for and starting to allow in that tribe, that village of people to co-parent with you. You have God, the divine, and then you also have hum other human beings who will help co-parent as well. So that's just a little bit of information as far as children and human design and your job as a parent goes. So your homework as a parent is to, number one, take the parenting masterclass. I will link that below. Take the masterclass for your energy type. I will link those below. Do the seven days of homework for your energy type. And with all of this, please reach out to me on Instagram, DM me if you have any questions as you're doing these bits of homework. Then take the masterclass for your child's or all of your children's energy types so that you can teach them. You'll, it's probably going to be hilarious how you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. But then you can take that information and feel a little bit of relief 
make some tweaks to make things easier, maybe prevent some tantrums and all of that kind of stuff, and also be able to raise them to best use their energy. And then you will need to take the master class for your authority, which is your decision making. And I, it's not your mind or your head. It's somewhere else in your body, depending on your chart. So it'll either be sacral, splenic, emotional. It'll say something like that as far as your authority goes. And then your profile. So I'm a 6'2", my daughter's a 1'3". There's, there's like 12 different profiles. So you'll want to take the master class for your authority, your profile, and then your child's authority and their profile so that you can wrap your head around that. Very simple, very doable very, very important. So you're going to want to do those master classes and don't feel like you have to rush through them. They're all pretty short, but I do want you to do the seven days of homework for your energy type. And then the authority and profiles are short and sweet and simple to do. So work on living your design correctly. Just like it's not great for you to change who you are to fit like a romantic relationship or a friendship relationship, the same goes for parenting you want to be 100% authentically you. Your main job as a parent is to really walk your child through their design and seeing what their unique gifts are and see how they're different from everybody else and how that's an amazing thing and how everybody is so unique. One thing that kids often get conditioned for growing up is like they're different in this way and that's bad and they want to be like everybody else in the cool kids group or they want to be like everybody because they're doing this. This is not the way to raise kids. We want to raise this next generation and like, ooh, let's find out what your special magical abilities are. What is What makes you different? What makes you so unique? And let's like step into that. That's fine if you and Susie have this in common and you want to play with My Little Ponies or whatever it is. I don't know. My kid doesn't play with those all that stuff yet. You know, if they want to do stuff that other people are doing because it seems fun, then that's fine. But really being able to learn about their chart, their lines, their gates, all that kind of stuff and point out their unique gifts, divine gifts is so cool. Like it just makes them feel so special. And then just keep in mind as you're doing these master classes that you cannot totally prevent your child from being conditioned. Society and the world and other adults are going to are going to try to condition them. They're going to be conditioned in certain ways because especially where they have open centers, they're a lot more susceptible to being conditioned in those certain ways, which I explain more, especially in the abundant alignment course. If you want to walk through that every week, we talk about a different center and it's super simple. Like they are going to be okay if they're a little bit conditioned by outside adults and humans. It's healthy as long as you don't create the idea that someone is right and someone is wrong or this is right about them or this is wrong about them. It's all just an experiment. It's all playing around with energy. And so long as you're teaching them how to really listen to their own inner self, like their divine self and their gut intuition and all that kind of stuff, they're going to be just fine. Um, being able to look at how other people are influencing them or trying to influence them is really, it's a fun game. So, you know, and as your kids get older, you can talk about this more and more, but in the parenting masterclass, I go way more into each of these, each of the centers and like what that looks like. And then each of the energy types and what that looks like in ways that you can help support them to where they're not as susceptible to a ton of external conditioning, 
if that makes sense. A couple of quick things. The most important thing to look at in your child's chart and your chart is your solar plexus. So if you bring up your chart, I'll give you a little bit of time to do this. And if you need to pause it and open it up, you totally can. If you need to bring up your chart, your solar plexus is going to be on the very right. It is a triangle. It might be white. It might be colored in. It has the numbers 36, 22, 37, 6, 49, 55, and 30. And we're not going to talk about those. I, I talk about a few of these gates and lines in the parenting masterclass, but today I'm just going to talk about that that triangle as a whole, that triangle that has those numbers in it. If it is white, then it's open. If it is colored in, then it is defined. So just so you know, so figure out what yours is and what your child's is. And I would just look at like yours and one, if you have more than one child, just look at one child for now. And then you can go and you can rewind this and go back and look at your next child and compare comparison to you. And if you have a partner, you can do this the same for your partner as well. But let's just talk about you and one child. So this is the solar plexus and this is where all of the emotions are. This is the emotional energy center. So say you are like you as a parent are defined and your child's center solar plexus is open. If your child is having a temper tantrum or acting emotional in some way, they are picking up on your energy and magnifying it. So take a look at how you met it. And it's not the way that you're portraying yourself. It's your actual energy underneath. So take a look at that. If you as the parent are open and your child is defined, then you pick up a lot on your child's own emotional waves. They, as a defined solar plexus being, have these emotional waves that go up and down and up and down and up and down. And it's usually like over a 24 hour period. Some people are different. Once you can stop judging their downs as being bad and their ups as being good, that volatility will actually stop. And depending on how old your child is, you can sort of chat through this with them. A lot of times defined solar plexus people aren't even aware of their emotions. They need somebody who's open to be able to notice it in a non-judgmental way and talk them through that. If you are both defined, then you are both on your own set emotional waves. A great thing for y'all to do is hopefully there's somebody in your household who is open, who can, you can teach them about this and they can sort of help you be aware when you're going through an emo emotional wave and make sure that they're not judging you for that. But learn about your waves, start sort of being a little bit more aware, journal about them. You get control, not control, but like you start to realize the, the like, ups and downs of your own wave, start to be aware of your child's ups and downs of their own wave, how long it takes, if they have to hit like this peak where they blow up and then they're all of a sudden better, or if it's a little bit more gradual, be aware of yours, be aware of your child's, and then do some practices on your own and maybe together with your child of really working to detox those extra emotions 
and let them go and let them get out of your system. So there's a lot of different ways you can do that. Breathing exercises, meditation, all that kind of stuff. I go into this a little bit more in the parenting masterclass. And then the last combination is that you're both open. So what this means is that you're both very susceptible to other people's emotions. So maybe at the end of the day, you come home, you come home from work, your child comes home from school or daycare, and you're both just sort of an emotional mess. What you're doing is you're both processing the energies from all the other people you've been in contact with, hung out with or whatever the, for the day. And you need to, like I said before, find out a way that you can remind yourself, first of all, remind yourself that those are not your emotions and nothing's wrong with you. You just picked up a whole lot of energy from a lot of other people and situations and then figure out a way to detox that, whether that's um, exercise, whether that's meditation, whether that's journaling, some time alone, whatever. Usually open solar plexus people need a lot more alone time. A lot of times they can be a little bit more of an introvert just because they're so affected by other people's emotions, but it's not always that way. Sometimes people who are defined can be introverts and people who are open can be extroverts. My daughter is a reflector, which means all of her centers are open, but she does have a lot of energy. She has some gates activated in her solar plexus and she's like a little extrovert. She loves being around people, but as she grows up and starts having conversations and stuff like that, then a lot of different more emotions are going to come up and I'm going to have to teach her how to, how to detox from that. So that is so important. So you're going to want to look at your, your authority and your child's authority. And this is as far as your, as decision-making go. I, I go way further into this in the parenting masterclass, but some people have sacral authority, which is like their gut instinct. This is great for generators. They, a lot of times have sacral where it's really good to help them figure out what they're desiring in that exact moment. And sometimes they need options, like not 10 options, but like, hey, tonight for dinner, would you like stir fry or soup or pizza? Something like that. So that's a great way for to practice helping them figure out what their sacral is telling them. Splenic is their spleen is in charge of decision-making. This is an, another instinct, but it's like just really fleeting. It only comes once. You can't explain it logically. And so you just really have to learn to listen, listen for that splenic instinct. Sometimes kids are a lot more in touch with this than adults because they haven't gotten too much in their head yet through life. And so... It's more so that the adults need to practice this, but the splenic is really cool. Um, ego authority is all about willpower. It's like, I don't care what everyone else is doing. This is what I want to do. G-center authority means that you need to voice, you need to have a sounding board. Like you need to talk things out to figure out what you want. You don't necessarily need other people's opinions. It's best to not have, it's best to just have a sounding board, but you need to hear yourself talk to figure out your decisions. Reflectors have lunar authority. So with my daughter, I'm going to have to really teach her as she grows up and I can talk to her to teach her to get in sync with the moon and to figure out. So they have like more monthly themes like April is going to mean this for Caroline and you're going to go through this season of growth. 
they're very like monthly lunar beings and they a lot of times have to wait that whole lunar cycle to make a big decision but it's a it's a really cool thing reflectors are less than one percent of the population so this won't be too many of y'all but it's it's pretty neat and then mental authority is having to test things out not logically but more in like okay i'm going to try this and the evidence is showing me this okay cool that works so it's like experimenting which is really really neat you want to learn about authority for yourself and authority for your kids and teach them how to make decisions and even just small decisions based on their authority teaching kids teaching your children how to speak up and vocalize their needs wants and preferences is huge just really teach them to always in a kind way ask for exactly what they want in that moment and at the same time you can use this as a time to teach them that they're not going to get their way 100% of the time. That you as a parent are going to do your best to make sure that they're heard and that their preferences and needs are understood. But life just isn't perfect and so they're not always going to get what they want and that's not necessarily a bad thing and then teach them how to look out for cool miracles and magic things that happen even when they don't get what they want. So that's just divine sort of being like, okay, I know you want this right now. It, it's either a no because something better is happening or it's a not right now and it'll happen later. And let's look for the magic along the way while we're going down this other path, right? Okay, the energy types are a huge deal. I just posted about this on Instagram. So check out the little tips on there, but figuring out each inner each child's energy type and their not self themes is a really big deal so when generators and manifesting generators are frustrated then they need to really go back to listening to their sacral when projectors are bitter then they need to really go back to making sure they're waiting for an invitation when manifestors have anger in their life they really need to make sure that they are following their urges and using their voice and when reflectors are disappointed they really need to go back to you know figuring out seeing if their environment feels good if there's certain people places or things that they need to get away from and not have in their life reflectors it's a really big deal that their room is super awesome and comfortable and it's like one of their favorite places in the world like their bedroom is like a really big deal and reflectors really aren't supposed to be sharing their room with anybody so that's a big deal and give reflector kiddos like a lot of say so in how they want their room to look other than I maybe wouldn't put screens in there like a tv or, or ipad or anything but other than that like let them have their room however they want so far so so as it's like safe for them so yeah i have a ton more that i go into in the parenting masterclass as far as each energy type and different things that you can do for each kiddo's energy type let's see let's see there's a couple other things i touched on this the other day but mom guilt this is a really big deal so for an example if you one day you're so tired at the end of the day and your kiddos want to play and you just have zero energy to play with your kids it is so much more important for your children to see you take care of yourself and rest than to try to push through and play with them and like put a fake smile on they will sense the fakeness it is if you're able to talk to them and just say hey mommy is like so tired today i'm just gonna sit over here and close my eyes y'all play i'm gonna 
sit here for like 20 minutes or so and just, I need to rest right now. It has nothing to do with you. This is me because I had to do X, Y, Z today. This is so important because what they do is your kids model what you do. So you want to teach them how to rest when they need to and to notice it and to not be a people pleaser, not push through, even though this isn't what they're feeling. And, and you know, it's important for you to do this and to also model for them what that looks like when you don't get what you want, but they need to see you modeling, taking time for yourself, self-care, rest, speaking up for your preferences, all of that kind of stuff. And then with mom guilt, you really want to get all rid of mom guilt ASAP. The previous episode right before this one is all about mom guilt. So go check it out if you haven't yet. Your children are most likely higher consciousness than you. Don't get offended by that. Mine is for sure. Your child is probably an older soul than you, probably has had more lifetimes than you. That's just the way it's going for this next generation of kiddos. So they pick up on things real, real fast. And if you have any ounce of guilty or shameful energy, they pick up on it. They soak it in, they internalize it, they think that it's their fault. So you have to get rid of that. I give you three ways to get rid of mom guilt, every single type of mom guilt in the previous episode. So check that out. And then a little bit, yeah, I just wanted to end this. I know this is a little bit of a longer episode than I normally do, but it's just so important. We have some societal conditioning as far as parenting goes. They, we've created this conditioning of like a being needed and the satisfaction that comes around that feeling of being needed because we're not needed a whole lot, but our kids quote unquote need us. They do need us for food and shelter and all those kind of things. But take a look at that, especially these days where there's so much responsibility on moms or whoever's staying at home with kids or whoever picks up most of the duties with the kids. We're really as humans supposed to be living in a village with a ton of help. By the way, I'm creating a community called The Village, link below, join us. We're gonna talk about how to create your own village, whether it's actually in person and creating a tribe and a community that you live in, or if it is something that you're doing virtually or something that you're like piecemealing it together. There's, we're we're talking about all the things. So join us below, I'll I'll click put that link below so you can click on it. But really get honest yourself as far as where your parenting worth is coming from. Is it coming from any type of struggle or I do this hard work or my kids need me or anything like that? Really get get truthful and honest with yourself about that. Maybe do some journaling around that. Be kind with yourself at the same time. These This is societal conditioning that's happening. You have so much on your shoulders that are meant for like 10 people to be doing. They're supposed to be aunts and cousins and grandmothers and and neighbors that are supposed to be helping you out. That's when we were living in tribes. That's how we're meant to be. It's not just supposed to be mom and dad and the kid. And then look at your kids. Maybe you have like, oh, stressful motherhood. This kid is so difficult. Maybe all of that is just your child reacting to your energy. And a reminder that, especially with manifestor kids, how a kid acts at one, two, three, four is not necessarily going to be, that's how they're going to be for the rest of their life. They might be just a hundred percent reacting to unexpressed energies in you or your partner or another family member. It might be something that's going on at school. It might be something that 
they are picking up on just in whatever environment they are. You'll learn all about this in the parenting masterclass when we go through the energy types and the centers and all that kind of stuff. But there can be a ton of different things. And so your quote unquote difficult kid might become way more manageable and pleasant if you can make a few little tweaks. So yeah, this is like so important. We also go into the, in the parenting masterclass about strategy. Manifestors are meant to listen to their urges. Generators and manifesting generators are meant to do what they want instead of what they should do, what everybody else is doing or what they get praised for doing. Projectors are only meant to use their energy up when they, when they like really feel like they're being called to and invited to. And reflectors really need to focus on not having to fit in a box or have a label. Like they can, they're sort of the chameleons. They can change every single day, many times a day. Their desires change based on their environment and who they're around. There's a lot. I mean, this parenting masterclass is, is very useful. It's awesome. So highly recommend doing that. Take the parenting masterclass. Take the masterclass for your energy type, your authority, your profile. And then take the class for your child's energy type, your child's authority, and your child's profile. And reach out to me if you have any questions as you go through this. I'm super excited. I also do family readings if you want to do that. Probably would need to be a 60-minute reading. If you have any trouble booking, reach out to me for that too. But thank you guys, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. For more Align Designs and to connect with Allison, go to aligndesigns.co. A production of the Sound Off Media Company.